over to Jackson Cloud. I'm Jamin. I'm Casey. And I'm Olivia. And today we continue our series through Genesis. And we found ourselves in Genesis 12. And I When will, did we cross the pond? I was about to become Morgan Freeman in a oh, second. Oh, okay. I'm still on... I got the second dose of the vaccine yesterday. I'm just not here at all. Earlier, I almost used the word cansado instead of tired. That's Spanish. <laughs> I don't even know Spanish. I don't know why that word's floating around up there. It's, yesterday, I like locked the door weird and left it wide open and my cat walked outside. It's, it's a whole thing. The vaccine's great. You should get it, by the way. Um, <laughs> now that we... We all have it. Peer pressure. Become like us. Okay. Um, Genesis 12. Now the Lord said to Abram, go from this country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. So he's walking out on faith here, like big faith. Like God doesn't say, go over to, you know, New York. He's just like, just go. Like, I'll tell you when you're, you know, like I'll, the land I will show you. So he's, he's walking out on faith, which is actually a pretty big deal for Abraham. Because what else is he losing in walking out on faith? His family. He's losing his family. He's support losing system. his support system, his house, anything he's known, anything he's known. Uh, even like in their time, in ancient times, like people had familial gods. In other words, like your spiritual entities that looked over you seemed to be like ones that you had chosen within your family or your house or things like that. And so the one true God of the world shows up and he's like, you're going to follow me, like leave your family, leave your gods behind, leave your house behind, leave all that and follow me. We don't know how much Abraham really knows about God, the one true God. Like, is he thinking this is just another familial, like another family type God? Like, is this God powerful? Does he have my back? Like, I know a spiritual being is talking to me, but do I know who he is? Those are all questions as to like some more things he might be giving up or some more um, confusion he might be stepping into. Uh, but God calls him out on faith to go. And eventually God, if he didn't know, God's eventually going to reveal to himself, hey, I'm actually God of the whole universe. Like I'm, I'm the big one. <laughs> That's why all these promises that I've made to you, like I'm going to follow through on them. Because you had to be wondering too, like, he was dealing with some pretty extravagant promises in his time. He can't have babies, like his family can't reproduce. And uh, eventually, like they do at 90 years old. You gotta wonder, like, was he thinking that his God that he was following was really capable of a miracle like this? Cause it had been like 90 years. <laughs> like, was it, he had, he had so come through on, yeah, he had come through on some other things, but uh, this one doesn't even make sense anymore. Cause humans would never expect what happened to happen. So, were you gonna say something? Well, just still the thing about having a kid at 90 is still crazy to me. Thinking of current 90 years old and like, what that looks like in our current modern day, even with all the advancements we've made, like... Maybe it's easier. Who knows? Have we seen it? Maybe the kid just plops right out. You're like, hey, that was easy. <laughs> I'm still on the vaccine! You can't, you can't judge me for anything I say today. <laughs> 
What were we talking about before that? Um, I mean, you did just say it plops out. Ooh. At least it's recorded so that you know what you've said. And later when you watch this, you can figure it out. Needless to say. Needless to say. You know, one way or another, whatever knowledge he has of this situation, what he does know, and we're reading between the lines with ancient culture, try to understand, there's like family gods, national gods, like how powerful is this god that he's on faith leaving his family and house and other gods behind to follow the one true god, who he may or may not know is the one true god. We're just reading between the lines to guess that. So he walks out on faith and God tells him he's gonna make his name great and he's going to be a blessing. I will bless you and him who dishonors you, I will curse in all the families of the earth and you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Uh, so this already happens when he's quite aged. He's, he's 75 years old at this point. Um, and so we're, we're starting the story off well into his life. And at that point, he departs for Haran. So there's something I want to point out here, though. Uh, like, it says the Lord said to Abraham, or Abram. Like, what do we think that would be like? Because he's going out on a limb. <laughs> Given what we just said, he's like, if someone at church came up to you and said, you know, the Lord said to me, you need to uh, just sell your house, leave Jackson and all your family behind and move to Colorado. Is that all he has, do you think, to go off of? Just like a gentle, someone told me, or like, I feel within my spirit, <laughs> or uh, just a gentle little feeling I should go to. Like, is it, what, what do you think? Like, for you, how big of a sign do you need to gauge to do something like that? Lots of signs. Yeah. I think it wouldn't just be one. I feel like it would have to be multiple just because, I don't know, I feel like I'm much more of a Jonah than I am an, an Abraham. So you're just going to keep saying no? Is that what you mean? No. As I, would need, <laughs> I would need him to tell me multiple times. You would prefer then... to commit suicide jumping off of a boat than do what God says? Is that what you mean? <laughs> No. What is it you're trying to say right now? You chose the wrong guy to make an analogy. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that Jonah was told multiple times. Oh, okay. And like, eventually he was kind of forced to do it. Mm. Whereas it, I feel like sometimes that's the, like, I don't have enough confidence to just do it off the first try. Mm. I feel like I have to be then forced to do it. Well, to some extent, what you're describing is discerning what is the voice of God, which... Makes sense. Like, no one should take the word of just a random person. Like, you're supposed to go to Colorado. Like, the Bible tells you to test stuff like that. Jonah is a prophet and does know what God sounds like and how God relates to him and is well convicted that he's supposed to do something. It's just all the more reason why he gets on a boat and goes the opposite direction of Nineveh. So, right. Was, but I get your point. Like, it was you're, not, you he was told hear multiple it. times <laughs> as opposed to just being told once because. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would be difficult. What about you? Word like this, what what do you want to make it clear? A very big sign. Like God shows up with Bruce Almighty, the <laughs> Yeah, like like Turn buys, <laughs> buys a roadside sign with the lights. <laughs> Olivia! 
<laughs> Fair enough. Okay, yeah. Well, I would think that Abraham's probably going off of something more significant than just like an impression. I mean, it says, now the Lord said to Abram, go from your country. But like, how is God saying this? Like, we know throughout the Bible that God speaks in different ways. We know he speaks within like our thoughts. We've done episodes about what it's like to hear the Holy Spirit. But we also know in the Bible that sometimes he just shows up and says things. Is Abraham a character who has had that before? Where God just shows up to him? Yes. Yeah, I mean, Abraham's one of the weirder of those times. There's a story where Abraham's in a tent and then Yahweh, the Lord, God, <laughs> and two angels are just like walk up and like, hey man, what's going on? You know, and, and it's like an interact when you run into someone at Meyer and you're like, hey, Good to see it. Like, that's what Abraham does with Yahweh at one point. It's like, hey, the Lord, <laughs> like, come into my tent. Let me wash your feet and make you dinner. Like, he, what's something you should notice right there? He recognized what God looked like when he saw him. Like, from a distance. Like, hey, it's God. You know, like, so what does that mean, of course? He's seen God or He's knows him. seen God already. He knows what God in physical form looks like. So go ahead, uh, I gave you a verse from Acts. Yes. Acts, what, 7-2 or something? Yep. So in Acts, Peter is preaching, pretty sure this is Peter. Um, he's preaching a sermon, and as he's taking from all these elements throughout the Bible, he says... To this he replied, brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham while he was still in Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia. Yes. Before he lived in Haran. All right. What did we just read? It's, it's Abraham before he departed from Haran. So later, Peter's going to interject while he's preaching in Acts 7 exactly what they thought was going on in Genesis 12. Uh, God appears is that the way you have the niv translation what did it say um yeah the glory of god yeah the god, the god of, of glory, glory appeared, appeared to, to our, our father. father abraham yeah the god of glory the god of glory appeared to our father abraham told him to go to haran right so from a wider biblical perspective when it says the lord said to abraham go from your country like the rest of the bible fills in the blank God showed up. <laughs> so this, if you're ever wondering later, like, why does God just walk up to Abraham in a tent and Abraham recognizes him? Well, where did his whole story start? With the God of glory, the Lord, Yahweh, appearing to Abraham saying, hey, go from your country to the land that I will show you. See, if I had one of those signs. Well, you would follow it, That right? would make more sense. Yeah. I mean, this is clearly a spiritual being in front of him. Whether he knows that this is the God of the universe or just a, like, minor spiritual being. Or, like, we don't know how much he knows. But he at least has his Olivia-level sign. <laughs> because he knows that this is a spiritual being that telling him legitimately, like, you're going to follow me now. And so, yes, he's going out on faith. That message still stands, as I've heard it often preached on this passage. But 
he's also had a pretty big sign <laughs> at the same time. It's not every day you just run into Yahweh walking around. Like, that's that's. I mean, you don't? You should be preaching and leading this church. <laughs> if you're the kidding. one who has these experiences. I was kidding. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Abram went, pick up in Genesis 12, 4. Abram went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Um, you know what? We could actually probably pause right there. Uh, a lot of Abraham's story, we always think of him as like the faithful forefather of Israel and everything. God's nation, God's people, right? I mean, the forefather of three... Father Abraham, right? Like he's, well, of three he's religions, the ones, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he's a big deal. And because of that, we hold him in high esteem. I think we're going to see throughout the next few weeks of our series in Genesis, the Bible points out constantly that this dude screws up the plan and what he's told to do over and over and over again, constantly. And that's actually part of the importance of this story is like, does he have the faith? Like, is he going to carry through? Because he keeps trying to do it his own way over and over and over. It's the, it's the Garden of Eden all over again. You can do it God's way, or there's the fruit if you want to go your own way. And Abraham and Sarah are the story of a guy who constantly struggles to go the right way, but remains faithful to God throughout it the whole time, even though he commits some heinous sins throughout his time. And the Bible, I think, wants you to know that. Like us, he was deeply flawed. <laughs> um, so... One of the ways in which I pause, because one of the ways in which we might already see a flaw, is what was he told to do? Leave your country, leave your family, leave your house, go where I tell you. What does he do? He leaves and takes his, takes, uh, uh, his nephew with him. <laughs> like that wasn't what he was technically told to do. And Lot is going to end up playing another story later in Sodom and Gomorrah and all this, right? But, like, he's already possibly... Altering it. Altering it. He, he wants it his way. So he left and he took Sarai, his wife, which, of course, you would expect he's taken his, his wife. But then he took his nephew as well. He did not leave his family behind. He also took their possessions they had gathered, which I think that's fine. doesn't say anything about that. Uh and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out to go to the land of Canaan. So they took slaves with them. Yeah. So we might already have here in question, like, did you, like, are you already kind of doing, like, fine, I'll go, but I'm going my own way if I go type thing. Maybe we're reading into that, but it does seem like that's part of the way it's going. Um, Abraham took his... Wife, lot, possessions, people, and they set out to go to the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land of the place of Shechem to the Oak of More. That's More. <laughs> please don't punch me in the shoulder, please. <laughs> we talked about this. The Oak of More, or we could call it the Terebinth of More. And More actually means like teacher, if we were to, to describe that. 
Turbans in ancient times, ready, were sacred spots where it was thought that you might encounter divine beings. So, Abram passes through the land and goes to where? To one of the, like, sacred sites of the area, the Terebinth of the Teacher, the Oak of Moray. Uh, and at that time, the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So here he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. So we have God appear, say, you're going this way. And then when he gets to a sacred place where you almost might expect culturally to run into a divine being, he runs in again to God who shows up at this sacred site. And when you run into sacred sites and you realize the ground is holy, often what you do in Old Testament times, at least like prior to when um, they built the... Tabernacle? tabernacle? Thank you. I was going to say temple, but I was getting ahead of myself. When they built the tabernacle, when you ran into sacred spots, you built altars because this was a holy ground. So he runs into a terebinth where you would expect in ancient times to find a spiritual being. He finds Yahweh, and then he builds an altar right there because this is, as he has now seen, sacred ground. Uh, you're going to see him continue sometimes to build altars after... God shows up to him in person, or he has an experience of, of God. So with all that being said, um, uh, and so just to close out the passage, from there he moved to the hill country of the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed on, still going to the Negev. So... He's moving along again, and he builds another altar. Uh, and he does this this time to, like, it seems almost like he's trying to maybe contact God or something. I, I don't know. Either way, he's come across another place. He builds another altar. Like, he has given his life to this God, whoever it exactly is, whether he knows, like, the truth or he's still learning. Um, but in due time, they are going to find out this isn't just a family God. This isn't just a national God. This is the God. And that is how he's going to do all the amazing things that he said he was going to do because he has that kind of power. So with all that being said, um, this is good groundwork to get a start on the story of Abraham because usually you read these stories like, oh, that's weird. You just talk to God right from the beginning of Abraham's story we were set up to understand that. And we need to understand it the way that they would back then so that we can read it more correctly. That being said, we'll hear more about Abraham's life over the next few weeks because this story takes up a good portion of Genesis. In the meantime, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe down below. And if you'd like to help us continue the conversation, you can join us on the Discord. And if you happen to have any prayer requests that you want prayer for, go ahead and put that on the Discord as well. Now the Lord said to Abram, does that sound like Morgan Freeman? No. You did it better earlier Hi, when you were practicing. I'm Morgan Freeman. Everybody poops. <laughs> does that sound like one? No? You guys haven't seen that video. No, I have. That was why that is funny, but... <laughs>
I'm still like, that's what you chose as like the stereotypical Morgan Freeman line is I mean, that? it's kind of iconic. When penguins cross the North Pole, is that better? That no, because penguins can also be a uh, Benedict Cumberbatch phrase too. So what? There's that video where like he said penguins wrong. Uh, yes, there are certain words that are hard for people with different accents than us. How does he say penguins? He just, uh, you can't say it. Well, no, when he was, he was doing a penguin documentary and it, he said he pronounced it penwigs. <laughs> and the penwigs, and like, he said this in like a booth full of like 10 people and nobody corrected him. It's <laughs> How do you even get penguins? Ah. <laughs> Now the Lord said to Abram, <laughs> we're so far off track now, okay. Well, just finished. There he moved to the hill country on the east of Bethel, pitched his tent. <laughs> that's, that's the one, that's the first. This is the YouTube video of the guy. Uh, and then he went into the desert and pitched his tent? You heard nothing else. Sorry, that's real. Are you sure in this day you want to be quoting that video? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>